Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Hello everybody and welcome to 3Talk. Today we have a very special treat for you. We are going to be talking about Christmas and more specifically how to be Christmas ready. Because you guessed, yes, it's that time of the year, the holiday season. That time where the air fills with cinnamon scents, lights cover the streets, and everyone is in a festive mood. Except some people don't see this time of the year as a magical time, but a dreaded one. And I know this feeling because I have been in that corner for many, many years. So if you resonate with this, we highly recommend you stick with us because we're going to give you some tips to move away from this corner. And let's face it, whether you are in full festive mood and you adore this period, or you simply cannot face another Christmas carol being sung to you, the truth is that Christmas ranks as one of the most stressful times of the year. And the holiday season can be full of fun and celebration, but it can also be a source of frustration, sadness, and loneliness. So, what do you do when the holiday season comes around and you're not ready for it? How do you cope with the season? Well, we are glad that you're asking that question because we aim to give you some tips and tools to come out of it in one piece. But before we dig into it, what do you think, Fleur? How do you approach the holiday season? Well, I think I approach the holiday season how I approach most things is I try to be organized because I think a lot of stress is about you know getting overwhelmed and I think if you plan for the holiday season I think it makes it a lot easier I have had times of the in Christmas time where I've had great expectations and then felt disappointed when things don't go quite as planned so now I kind of come with the appreciation of all the magical moments instead of having an expectation of what Christmas should be like. Because I remember a couple of years ago, well, actually probably about five or six years ago now, Bo woke up at midnight, realized that Santa had already come and was up for the rest of the night. She was only five, so she had the whole house up. Um, My husband and I were just so tired on Christmas Day that it was hard to be festive. (laughs) So I think now it's better to go with the flow and appreciate all the magical moments, all the times you can spend together and not to over-expect things to go a certain way. That is a very good point and one that leads us to the number one tip that we've got for you today, which is see it for what it is. And according to uh, Jonah Fries, uh, Director of Counseling and Psychological Services at California State University, this is the number one stressful reason why people find Christmas so awkward, let's just say. And it is that so many of us have unrealistic expectations of what the season should look like, like, you know, finding the perfect present and then realizing that you're overeating and overdrinking, but not wanting to leave all that lonely food aside. And this can deter from enjoying the end of the year festivities. Um, I think the important thing is to remember the most important thing, which is you are there to spend quality time with your loved ones. 
is not the presence, it's not cooking the most delicious meal, it's about being together. So focus on celebrating that time together, on having a good time, on creating memories and enjoying that special time of the year that brings you all together. Yeah, I think that's nice. It is about spending time with your loved ones and being able to stop working and just enjoy each other's time, which leads to number two. Try to avoid social media. And I mean this in the best possible way, but linked to expectations management. Social media can play a huge part here. When we look through people's Instagrams and Facebooks, we often see these picture-perfect tables, all smiling families, lots of um, demonstrations of perfect love. And in some cases, this may be a reflection of the reality. But too often, it's a fabricated illusion of what we wish was happening. Understand that these platforms offer a fraction of reality that may or may not represent yours. So our kind of uh, thing we're saying is focus on your reality and appreciate your moments. Don't go into that comparison syndrome. Try to be present and be in the now. I like the saying, don't judge a book by its cover. Just because it might look all nice, if we open it all up, it might not be the idyllic scene that we're seeing. Mm, that's a really good one. Tip number three is about setting boundaries. Big family reunions may also mean dealing with difficult relatives or facing family dramas. And, you know, we get it. There will be times where you cannot avoid that certain someone or some topics being brought up at the dinner table. But what you can do is control how you want to react to that and set your own boundaries. So if there are certain areas causing problems, don't be afraid to clean the air up front. You can most definitely say, I appreciate this topic being one of our discussion, but I will appreciate if you can avoid discussing at the table so that we can all enjoy this time. I think speaking up and being clear about what you expect of that time to be will definitely help you have the most enjoyable time that can be had. Yeah, and I think that has to be said around alcohol. Sometimes when people start drinking, um, my mum used to call it the truth drug. And people would say what was on their mind, not the best time to start sharing your inner most thoughts. Like Lucia said, save it for another time. And this leads to setting boundaries in a different way, but setting a budget. Another big stressful reason is the pressure of spending. Whether this is on the actual celebration or buying gifts or by making a list of what needs to be bought, who owns it and which gifts to buy for whom you can limit the stress that comes with overspending and overdoing. I always like to say you can't buy people's love. You must also realize that by dividing tasks, you're not only dividing budgets, but you're giving all a chance to step up and be an active part of the overall family entertainment. I know friends that will have all their family over and then they don't like to say moan or they express, how they've spent all the money, they've done all the work. This is what I call martyr's syndrome. If it's not done with a loving heart and you haven't got the money and time to do it, then divvy it up, share the load. Try and make Christmas as stress-free as possible. Mm, like I said, that's a really good one. Number five, which links a little bit with number four, is about making lists. 
um, and relates to what Fleur was saying at the beginning is about being organized because planning ahead can be most useful. If you have a clear idea of what needs to happen and you can apply this to every single thing happening at Christmas, so whether it is organizing the menu, organizing the gifts, organizing rotors uh, to see who is in charge of what, you name it. But you will find that it's easier for you to relax into it because you would have visibility over the tasks and it will give you that sense of control and control can give you that sense of safety and therefore you feel safe to relax and kind of let your guard down a little bit. And I give you an example. In my family, we've come up with this tradition because our houses are not big enough to have everybody. So we try and rent an accommodation where we can all be together. And we have done that for uh, a few years now. And we always come up with a rota. So we have designated chefs for evening meals lunch menus, breakfast. So we all know what we have to do and there are no surprises, there's no stress. But also, as Flair was saying, by sharing the load, it makes it far more enjoyable because I know I'm going to be trapped in the kitchen one night and that's about it. Then all I have to do is enjoy. Yeah, I might need to help, you know, tidying up and putting the things away, but it's only one night that I have to be catering for 20 people. The rest of the Christmas, I'm free to enjoy. And I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think some people do enjoy doing the cooking, don't they? And I always know when we're all cleaning up together, I don't mind. It's just when I clean up on my own, I find it a little bit no. on the dollar side. And I agree. I love cooking as well. But when you have to cater for 20 people for over the course of three days, I can get that it can be overwhelming. So this is when sharing the load could help you ease out a little bit on the, over that Christmas period so you know that you are not responsible for everything across the duration of the whole holiday. Yeah, because we've all got a certain amount of energy, haven't we? Which leads into our sixth tip, have fun. Do things that bring you joy. Just because Christmas can easily turn into a long to-do, which turns the whole thing into a must rather than a want. Our thinking, our perception of having to do things instead of wanting to do things can negatively impact the way we live these experiences. So for me, I will make sure that I meditate daily. I'll go for a walk with the dog and runs. I will do reading with the children and on my own. We'll watch movies. So make sure there's things in there that you enjoy. Try and get a balance between giving to yourself and giving to others and number seven is about taking time off and you know sure enough spending time with your loved ones is great and you want to make the most of it but it can also be emotionally draining so linked to what we're saying about do things that you love you also need to make sure that you replenish your tanks and spend some time alone too so grab a few minutes of silence in the morning or in the evening Um, and use it to wind down and reflect on the day. You know, there will be times where the house is noisy and there's a constant stream of guests. So, you know, do not be shy. If you're feeling fractious or exhausted, you know, instead of trying to socialize, find a calm space to get away from it all temporarily, because also, you know, you may may turn the risk of uh, trying to find a spot for yourself and wanting to be there forever. But, you know, make sure that you find that calm spot, uh, 10 minutes or so, just to clear your head before you are ready to rejoin the party. 
I think that's really important, which links to our eighth tip, be healthy. Well, you know that I like to be super healthy. So it might be Christmas, but and we know it's widely known for being a time of excess, but this doesn't mean that you cannot watch out and introduce or keep some healthy habits that help you feel better. For example, make water your BFF. Not only is it great at preventing things like hangovers, after all, these are nothing else but response to dehydration, but it also make your gut and your skin look and feel better. If you like to overeat, try not snacking or nibbling. Instead, grab a plate and load it of all the yummy things you can think of and eat only this. And if you're going out to parties where you know there's canopies, for me, I find it really hard to eat canopies and talk. So I like to eat before I go so I can enjoy in the conversations and I can also feel that I'm filling myself up with healthy food because for me at Christmas if I don't fill myself up with healthy nutritious food I find it really hard to keep going at the same energy level it's quite important to look after your health trying to even you have lots of nights out still get good night's sleep and as Lucia said earlier find time for some recuperation some silence Number nine is introducing a new tradition. I think there's a saying in Thailand where they say same, same, but different. This will help you prevent boredom. If you introduce a new tradition, especially if you have a new family or you're creating your own or you're hosting Christmas for the first time, this can help you spice things up and you may get a sense of excitement, of, of joy and something to really look forward to. It can also help you create new memories and can help reigniting the love for the festive period. And, you know, just give you something to look forward to every year. This is something that we are doing in our family. Um, if you've been listening to us, you may recall that I have two little ones. So we have formed this, this new family uh, ever so recently. And one of the things I enjoy the most about Christmas is coming up with new traditions, new things to do as a family, something that is unique and special to all of us and that we can own. Sure enough, I love doing the things that I have done since I was little because that is some like, you know, nostalgia attached to it. But I surely enjoy creating something as something new and giving something new to our children to you know, remember and add to the memories collection. I think that is something beautiful in trying to spice things up and, and create something that is special for you. This leads us on to tip number 10. Don't forget, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Try to remember it's all about mindset, how we look into this period and what we want to make of it. If we go into it thinking we'll have a wonderful time, we will create wonderful memories and we will have special moments, chances are we'll have more opportunities to do so. Set yourself up for success by thinking positively about the time ahead. Project your vision, an inviting one that makes you want to step into it. I love that one. You know that I am a full supporter of vision board so for me kind of going into Christmas period thinking how I want it to be and how lovely it's going to be I think you know is one of the most powerful tools that we can use but this is it from us today we would like to wish you a very magical Christmas and a lovely time with your family and friends 
And we also want to thank you once more for joining us one more week and sharing the love. Uh, so please keep doing so. Remember to recommend us, share our episodes if you're finding them useful. And also let us know in the comments how we can help you further. We look forward to see you next week and we send you much love. Bye for now.